chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 127 I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez And we are here on this AEW Revolution Sunday But when you listen to it, it'll probably be Monday So all our predictions won't really matter but we're going to do it anyway on Boots of the Face 127. We're going to talk some Nitro episodes 11 and 12. 12 is one of my favorite Nitro episodes ever, and there's a big reason why. But first, how the hell are you, Marty? I am doing well. Oh, it's been a busy week. You know, I was thinking about this morning. I'm like, you know what? I get on. It's like, oh, it's a long week. And I'm like, you know what? Sunday, we you know, record every week. It's a week in between, so it's you know it is what it is. But for me, because um, like my days off are Thursday, Friday, so Saturday's the first of my 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 Monday. Yeah. And so when we record, it's it's basically my Tuesday morning right before I go into work, and then I have the whole work week, then I have my days off, and then I have like my start of my next week. So like in my mind, it's like oh damn, it's already like basically two work weeks already. Um, so the whole I was like that's why it always feels so damn long. Because I'm in my second work week since we recorded. Um, but other than that, no, it's been a busy week. Good week. Um, got to go up to the mountains my day off. Uh, we went up there the other night. Stayed up there. Went to the zoo. Took the baby to the zoo. Just walked around. Um, and then we uh, got to see my grandparents for a couple, for a little while on Friday. So that was nice. Haven't seen them in a little bit. And then on the way home from from the mountains... Went through the old, the old uh, stomping grounds and the old stores that are up there in the the middle of the desert, and man, did I hit the jackpot! Oh, I yeah? got some leg work done. Um, just driving by, I'm like, you know what? We're getting back to Fast Five, big uh, big lots. I'm like, I never stop in big lots, and the ones down here in the like, closer to us, I was like, shit. So I looked, I just pulled up the and um, the app and seen what they had, and they had a ring. Uh, the WrestleMania ring with, uh, with Rock and Cena in it. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. The boys, I, you know, started getting the boys figures. So they had, I was like, they need a ring. So I'm like, I, I can do that. And then they got two. And then I walk in there and they got a whole shelf full of like basics. None that I need. But then I look at the, uh, at the, at the wall, at the end cap where the ring was. And not yeah. only do they have the WrestleMania ring, they also have the Grey Skull, um, Masters of the Universe ring. Not the Austin one that I want. But they had the one with John Cena and Triple H, which it's a John Cena figure, so I'll take that all day, every day. So I'm like, whoa. I get the boys a ring, and I gave me some figures out of it. Yes, I did take the figures and just gave them the <laughs> ring. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> at Big Lots, they're usually on sale, though, right? Like the figures and shit? Uh, some of them were. They were still ranging like 10 to $20 still. So uh-huh. it was like, uh, the basics were like 10 bucks. still. I'm like, that's, that's the same as they're in the store. What the hell? But... Yeah. 
then I hit a couple targets on the way home, a couple Walmarts. Uh, found the uh, Masters of the Universe, grabbed me a Roddy and Macho Man and um, Becky Lynch. Then I got me a, a, a Series 1 AEW Unrivaled Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. As well as a John Moxley. Um, what else did I grab? I feel like I grabbed another one, but I think that might be it. But, yeah, dude, I... Uh, Kind of hit the jackpot on the way home that day, and it was a uh, pretty. I'm not gonna lie. When I walked around that corner, I saw AEW figures, and I as I, I saw Jericho and Moxie right there. I damn near about cried, man. You're about to see a grown ass man crying in a, in a toy aisle, because I was like, holy shit, I came. I um, something. I found a couple things this week. Excuse me. I got the British Bulldog with Matilda, and nice. I got the HBK. Uh, WrestleMania joint, yeah. And then I got home and I looked at it and I'm like, I don't even fucking want this. So I might give that. We might do like a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, with the HBK one. Because <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, I don't even know why I bought it. I was just like, oh, look at that. That's cool. Shawn Michaels. And I got home and I looked at it. And I'm like, I don't even like this version of Shawn Michaels. Like, I like the the DX, the right before DX, kind of right after Shawn Michaels. Like, his... His match he had with Undertaker and Hell in a Cell, like uh, that Shawn Michaels. Could, that was the Shawn Michaels in my pocket. We could do a giveaway. We can give away a, a China and a HBK all together. I thought you, I thought you took it back. No, dude, I haven't taken it back yet. I'm too damn lazy to go to the store, dude. I, I like, I barely went to the store the other last night, and that's just because I had to, uh, I had to go pick up some cough medicine because one of the boys are, is has a little like runny nose, cold kind of thing going on, and I was like, oh, I should have just bought the figure. But dude, the Walmart by me that I got it at is such a shitty Walmart, and I don't want I don't want to fucking stand in line for thirty minutes to do a fucking return on one item. So I so you know I almost opened up the other day and just gave it to the boys. But I'm like, nah, you should I'll, I'll um, someone check this out. So when I the Target that I went to to get that stuff, I I turned down the aisle and those were on the shelf, and there was a lady there. She had a cart, right? And none did of the you cards beat up had. Little lady? I know you fight no, kids, boy. But did you beat up the old lady? <laughs> no. I, when I say lady, I mean like, she was like my age. She's working, and oh, she had a cart. Play. Yeah, right. She had a cart, but the cart didn't have boxes on it. You know how like you kind of know what the boxes look like. The action figures come in. Yeah. It didn't have that. It actually had toys on it, right? And this is how much of a fucking airhead I am. So I see that, and I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. Excuse me. She goes, oh, no problem. Go ahead, do what you get, whatever you want. So I get the two action figures that I was grabbing and I walk away and then like some kind of way I made a wrong turn and I end up back over there and I'm walking by again and I see the same lady. And this time it caught my eye. I see Goldberg on her cart, bro. When I tell you she had, she had a stack of action figures. Like I shouldn't say a stack. She had like three stacks of action figures, like five high, all on her cart, and I was standing right next to him and didn't even fucking notice it because I'm always looking for the boxes when the employees are there. Yeah. So then I grabbed the HBK. I saw the China in hand, and I almost bought it, even though I have one. That China figure looks really good in hand. Like they, they did a damn good. That's. I'd have to look at it again before I say that, but that's probably one of their best female figures that they've done. Yeah, especially um, around that series because like they came out with the Alexa Bliss series at that time, and like. That Alexa Bliss is horrible, man. Like, it looks like the little, like, alien from Men in Black. You know, like, the group of them that cooked the coffee? Yeah. Like, her abdomen is just so stretched out. It's like, she's so small. 
You guys don't even get me started on fucking Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks action figures. Like, oh man, they've had Becky with the same fucking kissy face, pouty face, duck lip face scan for like the last five figures. Well, she. Well, I came across the Becky Lynch. Um, the new one with the, I think it's like 115 or something with the, the black turtleneck looking ones, uh, singlet, uh, and the Rhea Ripley. They almost grabbed them. I'm like, ah, I just don't like that costume. I don't like yeah. that ring gear on, on Becky. So I left it behind, but, and that I Rhea grab Ripley, all of them that as lip, much as I know as as, I was going to, but I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, as I much as I sit here and one. talk shit about how they look, I get all the Beckys and I got, I got like a Becky shelf. So, yeah. But yeah, I can't wait for the the new one that they have. I think the face scan. I'd have to look at it again. I think the face scan is coming out with her with the money in the bank briefcase. I think it's almost the same as the one they've been doing. But the packaging looks good. The money in the bank looks good on it. And again, it's a Becky figure, so right. I'll have to scoop it. But yeah, I uh, I saw Goldberg in hand. I almost bought that just to have the Blue Universal title. Yeah. And uh, have that ready for when the new Roman comes out. But. I mean, shit, really, you can have a... I kind of have a new Roman already because the last one I bought, he had two heads, one with the little man bun, and then his little vest just comes off. The only difference that the new Roman has is it's got a soft, good, like, wreck everyone and leave shirt or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, I uh, I have a, I got an extra Roman the other day because the top, they did, they fucking switched it on me. They got the top picks and then they got the last elite figure that came out. And all they did, and I thought, and the I thought they were the different ones, and then you look at it, and the, the, they just had the different heads changed. I'm like, son of a bitch, it's the same fucking same fucking figure. Yeah. Um, so I have an extra one of those that I'm gonna end up opening up, um, or giving to the boys, one of the two. But uh, no, man. And also, I mean, not WWE or wrestling related, but I go to the store last night and look, and they ain't, they ain't got shit there. But then I looked down, and I'm a, I was a, like, when I was a kid, I love Transformers. I still do love Transformers. And I always Robots look for in them. Disguise. Like I always try to look for them and see if they have like a good quality one that isn't like fifty dollars. And I came across last night and they had a fucking so they started this, all the new that is a new site like War of Cybertron collection coming out. And uh I used to watch Beast Wars all the time. And my first Transformer, uh I had like a little little Optimus Prime one I had, but like the first like one I, I bought was like a Cheetor. Dude, I love that figure so much, and I came across it last night. I've been, every time I always look to see if it came out, never see it. I saw one last night, so I definitely had to grab one. And I'm not gonna lie, man, I don't know how I was a kid, and just I must have been smarter because playing with Transformers when I was a kid, you could, you know, transform them instantly. And now I'm sitting <laughs> like, okay, don't break this shit. Make sure you turn this right. Here's the instructions. Fucking Transformers. But I got yeah, one. Kids I got one right there. It's awesome. I love it. Kids' toys are way better these days. I wish. I mean, I loved my wrestling figures when I was a kid, but they didn't even move. No. Like those fucking galoobs from WCW. Some bitches didn't even move. I had to have a match with Ric Flair with that stupid ass stance with his hands open. Yep. Like all Sting could do was clothesline him, and Ric Flair could do a fucking chop where he'd have to jump in the air to do it. Like I mean, now, that's all he does now, right? That's <laughs> yeah, all he did anyways. Much. But now these kids got, and good for them. Like. I'd love to have a fucking build me a WrestleMania match with the action figures they got now. I might just fucking do it myself. They, uh, the boys last night were like, they saw the, because uh, they were at their grandparents and we picked them up on Friday night on the way home from the mountains. And I gave him the ring and he sees the box. And so, where are the figures? I'm like, what figures? The figures that came with it. I'm like, you got a ring. Appreciate <laughs> it. 
<laughs> Where are the figures? And then last like night we were myself. Watching, <laughs> watching SmackDown, and he's just like, so how come how come our figures don't have championship titles? I'm like, because the ones you get don't have titles. Yeah. Well, I'm like, just appreciate what you got. Just appreciate yeah, you gotta, the ones. Just put you got to start the-, the bottom. You don't get to start at the top. Start at the bottom. You're lucky that I even got you those ones. If you want, I can go to the I can go to the antique store and I can get to the ones that I grew up on if I find them. And you can deal with those ones. Tell him to put it on his birthday list. <laughs> his birthday is like he did his birthday Christmas list is like two pages long. And I, every time I just I just sit there I'm like, how about we talk about this when it gets closer to your birthday? Because half that stuff you just said isn't going to be on there anymore. Oh, okay. And then a week later, you know what I want for Christmas? Um, for it to come closer, I don't, I don't know. It's not Christmas time yet, so don't add to your list yet. So I, I made a uh, a random purchase, Marty. Random? How like alcohol yeah. related? Random or just uh, you know? Okay, that says enough. Just go ahead. Sometimes in life, <laughs> you do things right, and so you know I'm on the doing the favor website, right, and mm-hmm. they have. They have like a buy, sell, trade option there. And a while ago, their buddy Travis Fowler put a couple belts on there, right? And so he had this WCW world title, the one Ron Simmons won when he was the first black world champion. Uh, He had that on there, and he had it priced really good, like really good. And I just never pulled the trigger on it. And so recently I hit him back up, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy that fucking title. And I hit him up, and he finally got back to me a couple days ago, and he's like, I already got rid of that one, but I do have this one. And he showed it to me, and I was like, eh, not really my thing. And then he told me the price, and I was like, really? That's how much you want for it? And I got looking at it again, and I'm like, it's kind of cool. Like, it'd be a, it's different. Like, I don't know a lot of people that have this belt, so it'd be a good conversation piece. Is it the women's championship? No, the, the, the it's AEW women's championship. Fuck no! I could with, make with that Rio's shit. name on it. I could make that. I could go to any like welding lumber yard, welding yard with scrap metal and do that myself. I could. Anyway, I'm not gonna be rude. Um, so you're close though. It is an AEW title. It's the original unfinished AEW TNT T- championship. Yeah, I got that coming. It should be here tomorrow. Nice, nice. So that'll be cool. And then I can put the Cody uh the Cody figure I got with the TNT title, I can put that on the same shelf. And there you go. That's cool. Um I did uh join this group this last week, thanks to Dez, or like two weeks ago. Um and I am scoring myself a figure on there. It's uh but it's it's not it's actually it is kind of it's kinda of wrestling related because it's the super shredder from uh T M T two. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, that's right. Um, so it's the like the ultimate Super Seven figure, like that. So that shit's pretty legit. I love that figure. Um, so I have that coming pretty soon. So I can't wait to display that one um, next to the Nash figures I have. So that'd be pretty cool. But anyways, how was your week, man? Was that week pretty good? No, uh, I've had a really shitty week, which uh, I ain't gonna get into, but hasn't been good. But that's life. You got to kind of deal with the punches as they come. Um, 
Yeah, so let's we'll go to break and then oh, we'll right. come let's back. See. Let's uh yeah, let's, let's go to break off that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was I literally just got a text message about like some of the stuff that's going on right now, so I was a little distracted, but we'll go to break and then when we come back, we will get into our new WWE champion, Lashley, Lashley, La- <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a solo, we'll be right be a solo segment. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back. Boot to the face, episode 127. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here on. We're not on full press, but we're brought to you by fullpresscoverage.com. We didn't even get to any of our plugs, Marty. You want to knock them out real quick before we get to talking? Yeah, you can find us anywhere you get your, your podcast needs, whether it's iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker. Full press coverage. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at boot to the face underscore. You can find us on Twitter at boot to the face. Um, follow us, like us, interact with us. The one thing about Twitter is you can always find us on there. Either Chris or myself. Uh, usually Chris. I'm on. The, he's usually on. The more active the hours that uh, are, are more active, he's on. And I'm usually at work, so unfortunately I'm not there as much. But you can follow us there. You can also go to woodamaneuver.net, search boot to the face, get yourself some cool swag. Um, yeah, that's where you can find us all week long. Mario, Monday Night Raw last week, they ran an angle where Lashley was supposed to get a title shot. First off, is Lashley a heel or a face? The way, the, damn good this, the way they played it on Monday, he's a fucking face, and it's bullshit because he's been a heel for the last year. And uh, he's been the a last year, year and a half. He's, he's, he's the he's one that caused Drew McIntyre the title. He stole a man's wife a year ago. Oh, that's not heelish. She wanted to leave. He was a hero. He was he put a cape on, and he came uh, in there with Captain Sabre. He was the hero steering from Miro. Look at that. Yeah, look where Miro is right now. You tell me who was the heel and who was the face. Wow. One guy's the champion of the biggest company in America, and the other guy's a fucking... Best man getting cake thrown in his face in another wedding in another company. You tell me who was the fit. No, but seriously, uh, two weeks ago, he attacks Drew McIntyre after McIntyre wins the Elimination Chamber, leaves him laying, and that's how Miz cashes in. And now two weeks later, the whole wrestling world is cheering for him to beat the Miz. Like, this is, it was incredible. Um, Miz played it perfectly. Like my stomach hurts. <laughs> I got the <laughs> like, bubble guts, man. I, I got can't, the shit. I can't, can't wrestle this match. I got the shit. I'm messing John, around. Get me out of yeah. here, bro. This would be a shitty situation if I go out there right now. Like I can't do it. And I love that Lashley was in the ring and he was like, "No, fuck that. Like you're not just about to leave." And he went back there and he's like, "You know what? I give you an hour to get your affairs in order. <laughs> go on, go on, get your little, get it out, little shitty booty ass little boy." And then at ten o'clock, I'm gonna beat that ass. And then Miz. They had another match, and Miz took off. I've always wondered why heels don't do this. Like, yeah, it would suck for the fans that are there because they don't get a payoff and blah, blah, blah. But even as a little kid, I've always wondered, if you're scared to fight somebody and you can't lose the title on a count out, if you notice that it's not going well, just, just fucking go. run away. Yeah. <laughs> just run away. So what people are going to make fun of? You're still the champion next week. Like, it is what it is. So that's what Miz did, and then he ended up having to defend the title in a lumberjack match. And Marty, it's been a minute since. Well, you know, Kofi got squashed pretty quickly too, but Kofi got caught 
like charging at Brock Lesnar and got caught in the F5. Lashley just beat the dog shit out of the Miz, like toyed with him. And then when he put him in the in the hurt lock, I was like, all right, this is where Braun Strowman's going to run in and fuck it up because Braun's big stupid ass was out there. And I was like, this is where Braun's going to fuck it up. And then I'm going to have to go on a fucking verbal tirade at boot to the face. But no, Miz just tapped out and, and Lashley's the champ. Just like I that. I loved it. Just like that. Like I loved it. Uh, first of all, fuck you, dude. Me? Fuck you. You know why. What did I do? No, spoiler, spoiler, and ass that. Fucking oh, out. yeah, that's that's my bad. I was excited. As soon as you said that, I'm like, well, I could either be up because I'm really happy, or I could be up because I'm really pissed <laughs> off. I'm like, you're a dick. You're a dick. Because I, already, already, I don't even need to watch. I already know what happened. Thanks a lot, Jackass. Yeah, Thanks a lot. That was my bad. I and I, we actually, you know like, what? We even you, we were, we had just started it. It was like ten minutes in, and we actually watched it. We watched it Monday night because we turned it on, and Sarah was like, "Oh, you're actually going to watch Raw on Monday night?" I'm like, "Well, Miz and, and Jal Ashley are uh, riding fighting for the championship. Gotta know what happens with that one before it gets too late in the week." And all of a sudden, Judy, I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Well, you know, there goes the next two hours. I'd like to take the complete blame for that. I'll take my share of it, but, but talk to the USA Network. Like, why are you three hours behind watching it live? It's not USA. It's the fucking cable network. And I have I have DMs among DMs and call-outs and emails from Spectrum for that same reason, dude. I put them asses on blast all the time, and they, they can they can never figure that shit out. When I lived in California, I would come home from school. It's only Spectrum, dude. DirecTV, I had that shit on at 5, a, or 5 p.m. every day. It's only Spectrum. See? So that's not my fault that you got a fucking rinky-dink-ass yeah, cable at work provider. Anyways. I'm at work until like 6.30 anyways. So by well, I didn't know home. that. I don't know your schedule. I was excited that our guy, our guy, our Marty, guy, our guy oh, Bob wow. Lashley, won wow. the WWE World Title. Our guy. He went there. We've been singing his praises for a no, year. We've been no. waiting on this to happen for a year, Marty. They listening to us. This is about to be the sorest episode of Boot to the Face. Just just less than two months ago, we had a conversation about me saying Lashley has done all he can do with the U.S. title. He's a legit title contender now. They gave him the secondary title. He made it kind of important by beating everybody's at dominating everybody. And I said on here, Lashley should be the guy that should be the champion. And I'm going to be honest with you. All I hear is, well, it'll be cool to see Drew McIntyre win at WrestleMania in front of the fan. Fuck that. He had his moment last year. It ain't Lashley's fault there wasn't no fucking fans there. Drew's moment's gone. You can't relive that, right? You can't go back in time and have Drew win again. He ain't beating Brock Lesnar for the first time again. All right? If he beats Lashley, yeah, it'll be all right. But I'm of the thinking, just from what I saw on social media, a lot of people got kind of tired of Drew as champion. I know I did. A lot of people kind of like Lashley as champion and don't want to see him lose at WrestleMania. I know I don't. So if they think they can just force a Drew McIntyre win. Can I tell you something else that really pisses me off real quick? Go on. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking on. over, but I, I I hear all these podcasts and, and even like Busted Open and people talk about how... Oh, that's that show on Sirius XM, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Sirius I listen XM. to people 
constantly talk about how Drew McIntyre's been dealt a bad hand and he's been the champion during the pandemic and there's no fan. I'm sorry. Was Bailey not champion during the pandemic? Is Sasha Banks not a champion during the pandemic? Was John Moxley and Omega not champion? What about that guy? Uh, what's his name on Fridays? Uh, the tribal chief, the acknowledge me guy. Is he not a champion during the pandemic? Why does Drew get a pass? Why is everybody feeling bad for Drew? Oh, I know why. Because Drew finally got the title and he really didn't live up to it the way everybody thought he would. In my opinion. In my opinion. Which is usually right. Uh, I mean, I think he did at first. At the first half of his reign, he did. Once he's lost the title to Randy, it was over at that point. Like It should have been done at that point. Um, then the back and forth, winning the titles, having to use the, the legends to help win the title back. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was over back in, in September. It should have just moved on from there. Um, the last the last leg of his championship reign, yeah, it wasn't as much. It wasn't. It was just all over the place, dude. <clears throat> with everybody involved. And it was like, is there a story with them? Is there a story with Sheamus? It, it was just it was just a clusterfuck, dude. So I think, I think that's what it comes down to. Um, I think the first half of his of his reign, he did well. I think he held the oh, held his own and um, held the company up. Um, so I'm not going to totally agree with everything, but I'm not going to disagree with with some of it. Um, but yeah, agreed on the rest of it though. They all were champions. Um, I I I think I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that this is going to be the end of the hurt hurt business eventually. Not right now, no. but eventually. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Shelton's going to be looking at that title. He's going to be looking at that title. It's like, it's you know, close. It's I'm a Shelton close. guy, but he better stay in his lane. You do not want them problems with Bobby Lashley. That motherfucker is, he is there to hurt people. Lashley's and I love going to it. get to the point. He's going to be like, shut the fuck up, MVP. I got this. Nah. And the MVP is going to be like, attack. I don't even want Lashley and Drew McIntyre mania. Give, give him Brock Lesnar. I've been saying that shit for a while too. Let's make it happen. They, he doesn't want Brock. They, Brock Lesnar ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. Come Brock, on, Brock. Brock Lesnar ain't gonna be back for at least a year. You know, Brock been ducking and dodging Lashley ever since Lashley got there, and to an extent, I kind of agree why. Like they weren't really doing shit with Lashley. He didn't feel important. Well, how can you be any more important now when you're the WWE champion? So come on, Brock. Come get put in this hurt lock. Brock ain't coming back. I want to see Brock get food. speared. I want to see Lashley fucking raining hammer fist down on him. I want to see him get Brock suplexed. Did, man, Brock's taking some L's over the last year and a half. Like he's he needs to stay his ass home. This would be the one to make him go out for good. Get put in that fucking hurt lock and just sling him to the side like he did the Miz and have MVP fucking roll him out of the ring with his feet and shit. And that's the last we ever Dude, see of Brock Lesnar. Dirty like that, damn. That'd be right. fantastic. And Brock would do it because even though people shit on Brock, like anytime it's Brock's turn to put somebody over, he always he always makes people look good, no matter what. So people that hate on Brock need to fucking get off of that too, because Brock is great. G R E A T, great. I know you he's popped like the can flakes. I know you popped the can. Was that an energy drink or was that an alcohol? Because yeah, it's it's a can of pussy right now. I'm drinking pussy right now. Pussy natural energy. Uh, 100% natural ingredients. A lot of carbohydrates in it. Anyway, um, so yeah, 
My boy Lashley's the champion. I even went on WWEshop.com and bought me a Lashley t-shirt this week. Someone with Leo Rush on it? That is the one where Lashley's bent over on the front. Like, hit the pose, Lashley. big man. <laughs> hit the pose, big man. <laughs> My uh, man, th- Lashley. <laughs> did you see all the uh, outpouring of support on social media for that? You know, I saw The Rock. I saw some others. I Well, yeah, The Rock was a good one. But I meant, like, people that are in WWE now. Even people he's been feuding with. Like, say how much of a good dude he is, and he deserves it. I mean, if you think about it, like, since he's been back, he's been putting some shit storylines, right? And he fucking goes out, and no matter... Hold on, I mean, think hold on, hold on. Everybody's putting shit storylines. It's like the, like the Drew McIntyre. Mm. Everybody's been putting some shit storylines. What shit storyline is Drew McIntyre because putting the writing, the writing, the what, writing. Was Drew McIntyre having to bend over and slap his ass cheeks? Was that how long ago was that? That was a while. Ago. That was a while ago, man. It was like a year ago. That was a while ago. Was, was Drew McIntyre like and they rewarded banging him by Lana? Him Lana? They rewarded him by giving him Lana. I mean, they didn't give him Lana. They like, they, they kind of did. <laughs> they kind of did. <laughs> it was a little awkward, like making out with another man's wife while I he's mean, selling the ass whooping. Hook, just gave. hooking her up but on I mean, the stage, you know. They, even they even Lana tweeted her. out. She's like, you know. This dude believed in me behind the scenes and tells me I can do whatever I want. Like, apparently he's a really good, positive. This man was more supportive than my husband. Right. Which is probably true because Miro was a. Uh, I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, wow. And he did a really good interview on uh, the WWE podcast a few months ago. And I don't know. He just seems like a good dude besides the fact that he's a badass. Everybody likes him. And he's been there 15 years, and he finally gets the title. I mean, it's not the Kofi Kingston I mean, story, but it's years. he started in WWE 15 years ago, probably yeah. more than that. He was only there for a couple of years, and then he was gone forever. Then he was in TNA whooping ass, wrecking shit. Speaking of Impact, you know, whoever's running their social media, they're right on the book. Like, every time something happens in wrestling and Impact's already did it, they make sure to put it out. Like, as soon as he won the title... There's a fucking post on Instagram from Impact. Bobby Lashley becomes world champion with the help of MVP. Because that fucking happened in Impact. Like, here, by beating Drew McIntyre, as a matter of fact. He beat Drew McIntyre for the Impact title with MVP helping him. So, full circle there. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I've been dominating the fucking airwaves, Marty. What do you want to talk about? I mean, I was just letting you do your thing. I mean, you know, your your superstar, your wrestler, your boy, your your Lashley. Champions, I got. Feel like I just had to give you a moment. Um, didn't Lashley. want to rain on your parade, Lashley. <clears throat> but Lashley. since we're done with Lashley, hopefully, um, for the moment, we're never we'll done with Lashley. Talking about his ass for for the coming oh. future. Son of a bitch. See what else I got? Talk about timing. I forgot I even ordered this. It showed up Tuesday morning. Nice. Fucking Lashley and Booker T Championship Showdown with the little side plates and shit. So now I'm. I got to take the. Uh, I gotta take the WWE title off Randy Orton and put it on Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> did you watch wrestling throughout the week, or did you just like hit the spots? Of course, I watch wrestling. Just asking, man. I know, I know, there's a lot. I know there's a lot going on. I know there's a lot of wrestling. Um, this week we had the full, or, or we had Big Show show up at AEW. He finally showed up there with his no more BS shirt. Uh, <clears throat> kind of. Like okay, so I get the big show part, but come on, man, you know what they're doing. You know what they're doing with that shit, and it's, it's like you guys. As we watch Nitro, 
it comes really clear how alike WCW and AEW are. Oh boy! Like, don't make that comparison. Hold on, hold on. No, no. I'm when I compare it, you'll know what I mean. Like, how often do you need to try to compare yourselves and mention and relate to the other company? Like, fucking, hey, man, just get over it. Like, if you don't want to know, how many times did WWE talk about the other company? Never. How many times did WCW talk about WWE or, or the well, other show or the other Monday night show or, or where they came from? Can fucking I say this, every though? Every time, every fucking match. <laughs> I mean, you're a WWF guy. You remember the Huckster and the Nacho Man. Okay. I, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Gilbert, I get it. I get it. But Oh my god, Gilbert. Fuck yes. <laughs> but, but hold on, man. That wasn't every fucking night. Like they seriously every time they get a chance to where they can reference somebody else or the other company, they do it. And AEW does the same shit. And you know the no more BS got a double meaning to it. Like you know it does. Like, or they're implying it. It may not really mean that to the big show, but you know they're implying that shit. And that's what's annoying about it. I get it, number big show, but let's come on. Number BS, coming from WWE, now he's in AEW. Come on, dude. 22 years, bro. Get over that shit. Don't be, don't be petty. Um, that's just one, that's just an observation I have with AEW. I love AEW, but uh, come on, man. Separate from that shit already. It's it's annoying. It's, it's getting over. It's getting tiring. It's exhausting listening to that shit. Um, <clears throat> anyways, to talk about a Hall of Fame worthy talent to make a huge surprise and, and a huge asset, a revolution today. Um, any suggestions or any any predictions of who that's going to be or what it's going to be? It's going to be the Bella Twins. Ooh. Oh. Or Melina. I'd love it if it was Melina. I love Melina. That's right. They're at the same level as having Vicky Guerrero there. Ugh. I think it's going to be a woman. Uh, I know there's. I, I don't think know everybody's, why. I think everybody's thinking it's going to be Christian. I don't. I think the yeah. furthest from the truth as possible. Christian everybody's thinking Christian or Brock or CM Punk. I tell you what, though. I I'm not going to get my hopes up because usually, when it's a surprise like this on pay per view, it's really never. As cool as you think it's gonna be. No, it's never is. <laughs> Remember last time it was fucking. It's gonna Brian be the Cage? fucking gobbledygooker or something. <laughs> oh wait, he is in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Probably. Probably. Uh, who's so when they say Hall of Fame though? Like, well, who's Hall, Hall of Fame? Worthy. Are they talking Hall of Fame worthy? Yeah. Which means he's they're not in the Hall of Fame, but but Hall who's of Hall of Fame? Talent. Are they talking? But here's my thoughts. It could be some new talent that's like this guy is gonna be the the. the Hall of Fame material. This guy has got, got it all. He's going to be Hall of Famer one day. It could be a fucking brand new guy. It's going to be Lex Luger. Ugh. He's going to roll out in a wheelchair. <clears throat> I mean, they got they got Dylan. They got Arn. They got Tully. Why the hell not? Luger was in the Horseman. So was Sting, though. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I really don't have a good guess as to who it's going to be. I'm intrigued, though. Like, I want to see. I want to see who the... I know we're going to talk about this in a little while, but I want to see who the other participant in the ladder match is going to be as well. So I'm intrigued about AEW tonight, man. I'm 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 not feeling the Sunday night pay per view, but I'm uh, I'm excited about it. Like I I can't wait for it tonight. So yeah. So and then we got the uh, 
we got the ta- the six man tag team match, which totally was actually in a match. Um, then we had a hooded guy come out and interfere. my guy, her guy, my man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've always been a Spears guy. <clears throat> I'm not feeling the blonde hair. That come on, bro. Come hey, on, man. If I, I mean, know what? I he know, can do whatever know, he wants with his I, hair. I know. I know where you're going there. <laughs> as long as he's walking home, as long as he's walking home with that hair, hey, you do you, bro. You, if the key still works you, when you put it in and turn it, bro, do whatever you want with your Damn hand. Damn right. Um, anyways, we got FTR, Sean Spears, Tully, Dillard, and Mr. Arn Anderson, Double A himself, walks out from the back, puts up the fingers. I don't know does what he, anyone else Who does he manage? Who's, does Arn Anderson manage anybody I'm, when they were? I'm pretty wrestling? sure we mentioned this a long time ago. I'm pretty sure when we said the, the Horsemen re- rebooting, I'm pretty sure we said these exact four people. Yeah, and, and I mean, I know go. people have talked about it since then, but we did kind of mention this, like, as soon as FTR got there. So, four, reboot. I think we got the four the making with Cody coming through. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Hell, that could, that could happen tonight for all we know. We'll see. We this shall see. Um, that, I feel like that happening would be a, it would be a bigger – uh, would be bigger than the surprise Hall of Fame worthy talent. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> then we have the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, IC Championship. Had their last defensive matches this week, and speaking, you know, talking about it, uh, we talked about MVP comes with this too. This is so the the championships are being unified. Um. Are unified this week as of this week, and then we have the uh, Abushi lost to. Um, why am I blanking on this one? Oh, Al Desperado. They they that was his last match, and now they're being unified because Kota went to New Japan, said this is what I want, and they gave it to him. First of all, they get stupid as hell of why they're unifying the two titles in the first place. Uh, this Kota wanted these two titles and aim for him and. He got him, and now he can't defend him individually. Is that what's going on? Because that's what seems like is happening. Uh, but MVP. MVP was the first IC champion. Did you know that? I didn't know he was the first IC champion. I knew he was the first black IC champion in New Japan. I didn't know he was the first, though. That's cool. Yep. Um, MVP and Shelton Benjamin in New Japan were so fucking good together as a tag team. Um, they There's a... There's a highlight reel I watched on YouTube like two years ago. And I had no clue that Shelton and MVP were even a team in New Japan because I wasn't watching back then. But the shit that they did together was crazy. I would have loved to have seen MVP and Shelton Benjamin against fucking uh, G.O.D. I feel like that would have been a banger. Yeah, that's... um, <laughs> I think so, too. Um... Well, no, that's uh, so that's the end of the IC Championship and the New Japan or the Heavyweight Championship. So we'll see what happens there. I personally think they should unify some other champions, maybe. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, with that, so that that's kind of and oh, the New Japan Cup started this week, so that happened started this tonight or this morning. We had some matches go through with that one. Um, I know you're not. You know, too much in the New Japan and watch it, but there were some good matches uh, that happened there. I, got, I hit the highlights earlier because I wasn't able to watch them all last night. And then, so, but moving on to the second round, spoiler if y'all haven't heard, uh, Evil 
versus Jeff Cobb. Evo got that first round bye, I believe. And then we have Naito lost to Great Khan. I think I have, I have a feeling it has to do with him being injured. Um, yeah. That came to a stop. <clears throat> and then Toru Yanni beat Fale, count out, uh, which is ridiculous. And then Goto and uh, Takaji, which Shingo beat Kazuchika Wakata in a pin. And we'll get to that in a little bit. And then um, Suzuki moved on. Kenta beat Juice Robinson, made him tap. Uh, Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre Jr., your boy, going to face Ugh. your boy, Zack Sabre Jr. His, that's, you know what? Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay. I've seen this match a million times. Um, Will Ospreay, I can't wait to. Will Ospreay's going to beat that ass so bad. It's embarrassing. And then Tanahashi. It has a round, first round by Tanahash Evil with the first round buys on there. Um, so we'll see what happens. This is going to be going on for a couple of days, and then round two will start next week. So New Japan Cup, always a fun time. I love tournaments. I love Japan with their tournament styles. Uh, a little easier to watch when they have the tournaments rather than when they do like Climax and it's just 40 days of wrestling at yeah. points. So when they do the New Japan Cup, I, I, I enjoy that one. AEW's women's tournament should fucking take notes on New Japan's tournaments because that thing was all. I I feel like we just been shitting on AEW and I don't want to do that, but that women's tournament, my god! Like, I don't even know the woman that won. First, then you got Nyla Rose in the finals. You got your your most on a dark show. Yeah, and it looked like a warehouse where half the tournament took place at, and then you got like. Britt Baker, who's been doing fantastic since she's turned heel and became, like, the DDS, uh, what do you call her show she's got? Anyway, since her and Rebel got together, she's been doing great. You could have had her win. Uh, Thunder Rosa, you could have had her. Swole wasn't even in the fucking competition. And then you got, like, the Japanese bracket, the woman that won. I have no clue who she is. There's no emotional tie whatsoever, and it's just a match. And Sheeta is not only the longest reigning women's champion in AEW, she's the longest reigning champion in AEW history. She's had her title longer than anybody else has held a title in AEW. And this is the match on one of your four pay-per-views that you put her in is against some woman that a lot of us have no fucking clue who she is. Most and of I ain't us trying to like, don't know yeah, I ain't, is. and I'm not trying to like disrespect, you know, the, the people that love the Joshi wrestling and shit like that. It's not my thing. And it's not a lot of people in America's thing that are watching. Like, we're not hardcore into most of us. Again, I can't speak for everybody. But everybody in my circle that I talk to about wrestling has no fucking clue who this lady is that's going to wrestle Sheeta. Like, this ma- and this match, you know how much weight would have been behind this match if it was Thunder Rosa and Sheeta? Like, if Sheeta wins, it just amplifies, it just, like, elevates her reign. If Thunder you- Rosa wins, it elevates her championship win. Like, that's just even fucking uh, even Nyla Rose. I'd be more emotionally invested with Nyla Rose versus Sheeta because they have history. Now Sheeta and this lady have history also, but it ain't a history I fucking know about. Right. Like I have no emotional investment in this match at all. There's been no storyline. The lady just won the match on Wednesday, and they just start slapping the shit out of each other. That's yep. not enough to make me care about. It. That so, was some. Uh, that was some straight Ishii and uh, Suzuki. Going on yeah. in that middle of that ring, I'm like, okay, they're just gonna strong style this shit right here. Okay, let's just slap around. That works. 
But uh, yeah. All right. So let's uh let's take another break, Marty. And when we come back, I think we did predictions last week, but a lot's happened since then. You want to kind of run through the card again and re-predict yeah, it now that, that a couple card. more matches have. Now that a couple more matches have been added, we know about the buy-in and shit like that. You want to do that when we come back? And then one more break, and we'll talk about Nitro episodes 11 and 12. Yes, sir. Here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. We're back. It's Boot to the Face. Your boys. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez, Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast. I'm going to need Santana Garrett to calm down. That's all I'm going to say. I'm she gonna, gonna all I'm going to say is she needs to stay on her hustle. Do her thing. She, she needs she need to calm down. <laughs> she needs Dude. to do her thing. You ever used your phone a lot? And like, like you're streaming something and your fucking iPhone feels like it's on fire? Yes. It's yes. about what happened to me yesterday when I opened up a social media app. And I was like, oh shit, like, this shit is hot. What is this about? So I had to turn it off and let it cool off. No reason in particular. It's just what it is. Uh, let's, let's talk some AEW Revolution, which, you know, again, by the time you hear this, will probably have already happened. Um, we got some new matches added, Marty. Do, you, do I need to bring those up, or do you have them? <clears throat> well, the only ones I know of, like, we have, obviously now we have um, Riho Mizunami in there against uh, Hikaru Shida. Um, that's a new you match. I still, your I still, girl. I, I think Shida still wins this match. You have your girl, Riho, teaming with Thunder Rosa to take on Britt Baker and Reba. On the pre-show. Yeah. So, I don't even know how people are going to watch that match. Like, I, it's... On YouTube. Right? Oh, okay. Isn't that how you do is it? That, is it on YouTube? Okay. That works. I think so. YouTube or Twitter or something. That's such a... Uh, like, I want Thunder Rosa to win, but I don't want Rio to win. <laughs> Does <laughs> right? that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'd just... love for Britt Baker to make Riho tap out. Yes. Uh, yes, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel for Thunder Rosa, man. When you're the the best and like biggest star in the division, and constantly just being passed aside because you're basically being borrowed from another company. Oh, and speaking of NWA and their women's championship, fucking Serena Deep just had surgery recently on her knee. I don't know how bad it was. She said it was a scope, so I'm guessing the scope's not awful. Usually, it's but, a day, like an outpatient thing, but. Who knows? I mean, she was in a wheelchair. Well, like, well, they I were mean, wheeling her out in a wheelchair. That's still outpatient. Any, anything invasive, though, yeah. where they have to go inside, you know, you can never, you can never know how that's going to react. So hopefully, a speedy recovery for her. I they did like that her, really quietly. I feel like her too, championship like, brain has been lackluster. Of course, I don't watch as uh, much, but I just feel like I, I don't I, know. I feel like when Thunder Rosa had the channel, had it was just more to it. Um, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel you, but at the same time, when when I think back, she's had some really good. Like, if there's twenty of the best AEW's women's matches, all right, if you rank them, she's got at least five of them. Well, that's not fair. It's AEW's women's division. I'm just saying that's though, like fair. she's she's not even an AEW women's champion. No, I get that. Like I mean, she, we we've talked about multiple times how until recently, they really haven't done justice with their division at all. And she was a, she was one of the ones that kind of turned it around. Her match with Thunder Rosa, when Thunder Rosa was the NWA Women's Champion on AEW, that's when everybody kind of. I remember the night it happened on Twitter. People were like, "Holy shit! Like, why are these two people not signed to AEW's Women's Division?" 
And the the theme was, how do you have two women not signed to your company put on the best women's match in your company's history? Like, she was a part of that. So, I kind of get what you mean, but also, it's AEW. It's not the NWA. So, they're not going to put her in the forefront of it. But, I mean, Sheeta's fucking reign's been lackluster, too. Yep. Um... So then we got the we got the other match. I don't know if you remember this one, but uh, Miro and Kip Sabian, best friends, that's on there too. There's another promo for that this week, of course. Um, still hasn't been a, or Max Caster has been added to the ladder match, but there has there's still there's still one one person left. So still don't know who that last person is going to be. Are you sticking with Scorpio Sky as your pick? After the four horsemen tease, I don't know. I feel like that could be a tease where they help Cody win the, the match, and then that's how we get the four horsemen. And then Cody's going to be a three-time TNT champion? Well, no. He has to win the match. He has to beat Darby Allen for the title still. Oh, my God. If they start the four horsemen and Cody goes after the TNT title and the four horsemen feud with fucking Sting all over again 30 years later... I'm not here for that. I mean, like it sounds cool, I but I don't want to. I, I mean, I just said AEW and WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. Uh, um, I'm sticking I, with I Lance Archer. I want Sky. I want Sky to win it. I, I want. He was out there on the commentary, and I'm he was talking shit time, too. Like, Scorpio better win this fucking title, or just win this ladder match. Scorpio better win so you can win that title. I want. He was Scorpio coming off a little heelish on commentary. Was, Did you catch fantastic. that? Fantastic. Um, and then we had the the Casino Beth Tag Team Royale. We talked we talked about it the other day, but now we have some more tag teams involved in that. Uh, Death Triangles in that. Sidal Brothers are in that. Another Dark Order team. The, the the Gun Club is is in this. Um, we got SCU with Frankie and Christopher Daniels. Didn't they lose their last match? No, I don't I think they lost they- yet. Okay. I think they came. They they started that storyline. I don't think they've wrestled anybody since then. Okay. Uh, The Natural Nightmares are in there. uh, Varsity Blondes and then Jurassic Express. Um, So those teams are all are all added to it. Um, I think we were talking before. um, I think you said the Dark Order was going to win that, right? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Dark Order, especially now they got another team in there. They now have a 33 and one third two chances of winning. Like Scott Steiner. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I feel I don't know where I'm going with this one. Like this is this is so much shit going on in this one. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I hope it comes out right. I hope it doesn't just come out as a clusterfuck and it actually is enjoyable to watch. You mean like how the show ended on Wednesday? You know, I didn't I didn't want to say nothing, but yeah, you know. Uh, Other than that, that's. We're very anti-AEW today. What the fuck is going on? It's not that we're anti-AEW. It's the fact that we know what they can give us, and they're giving us shit that we don't want. Simple as that. Eat your food, Tina. That's what they're saying. (laughs) Eat your food, Tina. You fat lard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, that's uh, anything else. Did you see anything else added? I didn't see anything else added to the... Nah, that's it. And we we made our all the rest of our picks. Uh, Omega added the fucking blueprint to what the match is going to look like. The exploding barbed wire death match or whatever the hell it's called. So who's going to die? I mean, it sounds like Mox is going to die. 
Moxley's gonna die, and he's gonna come back as something different. No, it's gonna be Moxley. It's gonna be the Mox. He's gonna come back as Jeans Ambrose. You know what's? You know what's? Every time I see John Moxley, it's just uh, is that that's um, John Moxley was his name was uh, James Vanderbeek's name in Varsity Blues, was it not? Or Moxon? Moxon. Jonathan Moxon. I don't know. It's the been Mox. a while since I've watched Varsity Blues. The Mox. Jonathan Moxon. Anyways. Hmm. So, yeah, I got Omega retaining the title. Um, I think the Bullet Club is going to cost the Young Bucks the titles. Um, really? So, I think Jericho. Yeah, I think Jericho and MJF are going to win. <sighs> I just want them to split up already. Well, it's going to be a while. Um, yeah, it's going to be a while. Because you, know you know what they both have in common? They both think Cody's an asshole. Like, you, <laughs> they they have a mutual disrespect and dislike for Cody Rhodes. That's what ties them together. I, I mean, it's going to be it's a long storyline. That's what, you know, that's what we asked for there. They, that they are giving us something there to build up to. And yep. they're playing that shit out right. Because when, when it happens, it's going to happen. Um, and then Jericho will be gone for a while. I feel like I feel honestly, I feel like Jericho MJF might be like Jericho's last match. I feel like we've been saying Jericho's gonna be gone for a while for like a year, and he never leaves. That's how long they're drawing out the storyline. Yeah. So, uh, when <laughs> remember when the pandemic first started and Jericho was like, "I'm sick of the fans. I'm never letting y'all back in anymore. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to come watch wrestling anymore until I tell you you can come back." Oh, that's funny. Uh, I fucking love um, Jericho. Speaking of fans coming back, Marty, it, it the rumor is tickets for WrestleMania go on sale this week. Cool, cool, cool. I, had, I won't uh, be buying one, but cool. I had a mutual friend of ours. I'm, I'm still waiting for my it. WrestleMania ticket from last year. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta do that. Remind me of that. Um, I wonder if I can use that because it's the same stadium. What a dick. Um. A mutual friend of ours. It'd be like it'll be like Comic Con. We're like, oh, we're just gonna Comic Con got canceled again this year, and our tickets got passed over till next year. So maybe the same concept. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought it was like Comic Con where we bought tickets last year, and yeah. it just got pushed over to this year. No, well, I never got my money back, so just let me in. <laughs> right. There's only thirty thousand people in here. You got sixty thousand seats. You can't let me in to sit in one of them. <laughs> the fuck out of the way, James. Um, Fucking Reginald. Come on, Reginald. We know you need nothing else out there. Just watching the gate now. <laughs> Sent me a message and said that uh, he's got a friend that is producing an Old Spice commercial, and they offered this friend WrestleMania tickets. I probably shouldn't have said Old Spice because I don't know how much trouble the person could get in if we end up with tickets. But uh, and they ended up on a Zoom call with like Art Truth and Stephanie McMahon, and they have no clue who the people are. But the mutual friend of ours was like, "Hey, if I get the tickets, you know, we can go." I'll take you with me. And I was like, oh, okay. We'll see what happens. But I, I still don't think I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, Just because I haven't been vaccinated. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's go ahead and take our final break, Marty. And come back and get into WCW Nitro episodes 11 and 12. Really, I just want to talk about episode 12. But we could talk about more than that. On the other side of the break, like Chuck Woolery would say, we'll be back in two and two. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. 
providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. We are back live to record here on Boot to the Face episode 100 and something or another. Episode and, 127. Uh, hold on a second. I have a food order that I need to place, Marty. You want to go ahead and tell the people what we're about to do? Oh, okay. Let's do that. Real professional, man. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on, I think I got, should be, so November 6th is going to be 1995 at the Jackson Memorial Coliseum, Monday Night Nitro, it's the 11th episode of Nitro, we are recapping, uh, I think this is what, week 5 of our recaps, um, we had a dark match that night, we had Mr. Jim Duggan defeat Big Bubba Rogers, um, this one, yeah, the, why is this... Hold on, man. This is not the right one. This uh, this one started out with Hulk Hogan, the immortal racist, dressed in all black in the Dungeon of Doom, talking about how Macho Man's going to bring him the head of Ming. And then, listen to this motherfucker, Marty. This ungrateful, receding hairline, card-carrying member of the KKK cocksucker... Hulk Hogan has the audacity to question, to question the fucking Stinger, the franchise of WCW, Marty. I remember being so fucking furious when I was 15 years old watch or 13 years old watching this. Like, how dare this fucking visitor come to WCW and question Sting and said he wants to fight Sting. That's how it started. So I took notes on this one, and all I saw my notes was like, <clears throat> Hogan, Dungeon of Doom, Dark Side. What Dork. the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, like, with just, a sword. He had a big-ass fucking sword. Like a dumbass. Just stupid. It looks like the same sword fucking Drew McIntyre was carrying out there for a little while. Hell, it might have been the same sword. The sword was gifted to Vincent Mann, so maybe Bischoff gave him that sword when he bought the company. Or maybe that's what it was. That was that was Vince bought the company. He's like, I got where's that sword? I bought this company just so I carry that sword. And now he hands it over to to fucking McIntyre. So Hogan's question sting. Macho Man goes out, fights Ming, beats him with the elbow drop, one, two, three, and then the shark and the taskmaster attack. And then in a pinstripe tank top jumpsuit comes out Lex Luger. Did you see the fucking outfit Luger was wearing? No. He had on like some what do you call them? The like parachute Zuba pants that all the wrestlers used to wear? Yeah. Right? And then he had a tank top on and they were matching and it was like black with pinstripes all the way down. He attacks Macho Man. They go after the elbow. Macho Man selling the shit out of the elbow. Luger's just beating the shit out of him. And then they go to commercial break and uh they're talking about World War Three, which is now for the WCW World Heavyweight title because the title's being held up. So we're on our way to World War Three, Marty. That's... Three rings, sixty men. Oh man. 
I can't for the wait. world title. I'm excited for that one. I'm not even going to lie. It's like the Royal Rumble on crack. Ugh. If I remember right, though, I don't think they come out like every 30 seconds. I think everybody just starts in the ring, and then they just fucking go for what they know. Um, so uh, yeah, is that, it? I thought they had said that. It, I guess uh, I can't remember, but I I just remember at one point there was a shitload of people in the ring fighting. Um, yeah. So yeah, but uh, we will we'll actually be talking about that next week. Because yeah. that's that's the next episode of that, and then the next episode of Nitro is the one the night after that. Um, so that's we'll oh, so we'll about. be reviewing World War Three next week. Okay, I can't wait, dude. I'm excited for. I'm pumped. I told you last week, like when I saw that advertisement for that one, I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna be fantastic. Um, Sting wrestles Dean Malenko in a decent match. Like Sting, basically, kind of put Malenko like Malenko was whooping Sting's ass, and he won with a roll up. And then Sting cuts a promo talking shit about Hogan, where Sting calls himself the big dog, Marty. I, I heard that, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's why he likes Roman, because he's the big dog. Because well, cause, 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 cause good old Sting called himself the big dog back in 95. Wow, well, you know what's funny? Ago, 20 years ago, Sting called himself the big dog. 20 years later, Roman Reigns, and at that moment, like little Chris Rucker said, ago. I like Roman Reigns. He's the big dog. Um, Hogan, a couple weeks back, said Sting, Luger, and Macho Man were a bunch of little dogs on the porch, like, trying to get at his heels or something like that. So the fact that Sting harkened back to it, I kind of liked it. Um, but Sting basically told Hogan, like, look, this is WCW. Look at check my resume. That's pretty much what he said. Look at the long list of motherfuckers that done stepped to me and got that ass whooped. So if you think I'm scared of you, sucker, that's what he should have said. But yeah, Sting tells Hogan, "I see you next week," and we are full speed ahead to episode twelve. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Marty. I didn't even watch any of this episode. I went straight to the main event. Straight to the main event because you wanted to watch Hogan versus Sting. So if you want to talk about some stuff that happened in this episode, I'm sure my memory will be triggered if you want to. But I wanted to see Sting and Hogan. Um, uh, no, I mean the, the only thing I will say is that you know we got the got Pillman jumping in for Ric Flair versus Eddie Guerrero, and I thought that was a, a damn good match. I really enjoyed that match. Um, Pillman Guerrero. Yeah, I did, and I'm like I said last week, like the, every week. I'm become more and more of a Guerrero fan. I love like the matches I'm seeing every week. It's progressing. It's not the same, you know. Versus Malenko, same thing over and over again. Um, and obviously, Mike, I told you the past. My my history of, of Guerrero is W is you know the invasion and the radicals coming over and everything happens after that. Um, now we're getting we got the you know the debut and intro of Guerrero and now progressing into that and. Um, I've I've really enjoyed every every match progression for him, um, and I thought the match with, with Brian Pillman was was a pretty good match, and I actually enjoyed that a lot. Uh, remember, uh, if you remember back to the first episode, Pillman had just came back from an injury, mm-hmm. and I think when we talked about it, I was kind of critical of of the match that Pillman had. Pillman, much like Guerrero, his match qualities now that he's getting back into the swing of things, like his matches have gotten a lot better too. So, 
didn't want to move on without saying that. Yeah, agree 100%. And then we get to the main event. We'll just jump right to it then. We want You want to talk about this. Let's talk about this. This man Steve, came out in red, red and, and yellow. yellow. Mm, in red and yellow, Marty. My goodness. And then Hogan comes up from behind him. What a, didn't he have a sword in his hand? I don't think so. Did he bring the sword with him when he came up behind him? I don't I don't think he did. But he comes up and Sting like freaks out like he's afraid of him, which I didn't like. But I feel like Sting whooped Hogan's ass this match. <laughs> like he beat the shit out of Hogan this match. Hogan was, sure he's going to break my leg, Macho. Help me, Macho. He's going to break my leg. Like a little bitch crying. Talked all that shit to the Stinger. You came up in WCW talking shit. And what happened? Your ass ended up in the Scorpion Deathlock, reaching out for the Macho Man, the one-armed bandit. And then the Dungeon of Doom interferes. And, of course, they all band together and fight them off. But I was so happy that Sting beat the hell out of Hulk Hogan when I was a 13-year-old, and they didn't just let Hogan walk all over him. How did you feel about that. the match? I thought, I, th- I agree with you. I, I thought, um, you know, that they, the Sting was kicking his ass the whole time, and then until his little Hulk out, and Macho, man, I'm like, I, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, Macho's going to get involved. Macho's going to get involved. Damn it, Macho, keep your ass outside. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't piss me off right now, Macho. Keep your ass outside. Uh, and then, you know, then the Do- uh, Dungeon of Doom came out, and, um, they got, they nailed it. Macho nailed him with the, with the, the chair. And then they got him double teamed with the chair on the giant. And I just wanted Sting to turn around and just nail the shit out of Hogan with the chair. <laughs> and I was like, yes. ah, that would have been perfect. Just nail him in the face. We didn't get it. That was my only disappointing moment of that match was the fact that Sting didn't turn the, the chair around and nail Hogan with it. But I enjoyed the match. Um, yeah, like it's, uh, I, I am understanding the lead up to why Sting was as beloved by as many as they were. Um, because obviously I was a WWF guy, so it was fuck Sting. Don't care about Sting and WCW. Screw that shit. We got Austin. We got we got we got Shawn Michaels. We don't need Sting. This shit. Uh, but I'm sorry to see the intrigue. I'm sorry to see why Sting was who he was. And and uh, I'm quite I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, that's all we got, Marty. Uh, like you said, next week we will be. We got a big show next week. We're gonna have to. We might have to start a little early. We got to talk about AEW Revolution. We're gonna have to talk about whatever happened in WWE and NXT this week. We're gonna have to talk about two episodes of Nitro and World War Three. Like we already got a full plate next week. Um, yeah, and I think uh, is next week. Do we talk about Fastlane or is that the week after? Because that's coming up fast. Approaching us, uh, I think Fastlane is like the twentieth or something like that. Well, so I think we got a couple weeks before. Well, next that. next week would be the fourteenth. Oh shit! Yeah, God, we, yeah, uh, we got a lot coming up. We might have to, we might have to throw an extra show we in just have this to. week, Marty. We might have to throw something um, in there somewhere. Yeah. So live production meeting here on on the podcast. Yep, March twenty first. Uh, so uh, we'll have to be talking about Fastlane next week with uh, Roman Reigns beating Daniel Bryan's dumbass. You got any uh, shout-outs you want to get to before we get out? You know, damn, you know, I'm like you this week. I actually did have a few that I wanted to shout out, and then I didn't write them down. I totally forgot. Uh, Robert Custis, I want to give him a shout-out. Uh, this is a New Japan week, man. So it's always every time. I don't. He's not the only time he talks to me, but it's a New Japan week, so I always got to give a shout-out to, to Robert. 
Uh, I was talking New Japan. Uh, we're talking to me the other day about uh, the the unification and stuff like that. Um, and then got to give a shout out to Dez over at Takamania, getting me uh, bringing me into this group that he's in um, with the with the, like these different collectibles and stuff. Uh, it's been cool. Like I said, got me a figure out of that, so it's been fun doing that. I uh, appreciate that. Um, I did have a couple others, but I totally spaced out of that, so I do apologize. Um, so, but those I got a couple. I gave a couple out this week. Um, I won't say what up to our boy uh, Seth Forrester, who we actually talked about him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he got COVID, so he's going through that. So. Hopefully, uh, by the time he hears this, he's kind of on the back end of it. Um, obviously, shout out to the whole full press coverage team. You know, Irish Whip Chaos, Talkamania, uh, Boo to the Face. Yeah, shout out, shout boot out to, to the all. Face. Yeah, Boo to the Face, because they're awesome, those dudes over there. Um, shout out to my boy Jay, man. Jay, we had a big week over at 80 Proof this week. Uh, we even had a bearded master call in, you know, he never hangs out with 80 proof, but because we had a guest that he apparently likes more than us, he called in. Um, but yeah, we had a big week over at 80 proof. So that's, that's always good as far as like our Twitch stream and, and stuff like that. Um, shout out to Dak Prescott. I don't know why. End this shit. Just end this call. I'm just, you know, just yeah. Let's end. You, you know what? You are absolutely you know what you goddamn correct. How about how about let's, the guy who's going to be hosting Jeopardy, fucking hosting Jeopardy, Aaron, fucking Rogers. That's a quarterback. What is a cocksucker? Dak Prescott. No, you already said it. You oh, said Aaron Rodgers. What is Dak I was Prescott? Asking you, Who is Dak Prescott? I was asking you the, the man. Uh, shout out to Dex Prescott. Uh, like you said, let's end this. Jerry, cut the check. I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm tired of every time I wake up, I got to hear about why the Cowboys don't want Dak and they don't have the money. We got the money. Move the shit around. Sign the motherfucker so we can move on. I'm tired of it. It's been two years. You should have signed the motherfucker two years ago. You could have got him at $25 million. Now your punk ass is sitting there. You're going to have to get him at $40 million. Your fault, Jerry. Your fault. I'm sick of this shit. Hear me. Where's Thanos when you need him? I guarantee you Jerry wouldn't have made the cut. I needed Thanos this week also. I needed him for some traffic clearing. Just give me that snap. <laughs> um, but, yeah, shout out to everybody that listens. Uh Everybody in the community, man, I, Joe, uh, Joe's got some health stuff going on too. So shout out to him. Hopefully that's all getting worked out. Um, somebody else hit me up out of the blue this week and I can't remember who it was. So I apologize, man. I will, uh, I'll do better. I say that every week, but you still keep tuning in. So you must not give a shit that I don't shout you out. The female demo. What up to them? Um, hung out with, with Tata on zoom. Was that last night? Yep. With a couple of other people and Tara and Sheena and Sarah and who else listens? Mickey James and Heidi Katrina and who else we got? That's it. We don't really know anyone. We really don't have a female demo, Marty. It's all a gimmick. I'm just making names up. Hey, as hey, I go. hey, hey. You don't tell people that. It was Brenda, Leticia, you, you, Linda, you, you, Felicia, Don, LaShawn, Inez, and Delicia. <laughs> About three Kims. What? <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here. This has been Boot to the Face. We will see you next week. Peace. Later.
It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya You might get beat down, I'm talking mania Listen to the whole team across body of work It'll make you realize that you should've been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less, got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!